60 second review <laughs> Interceptor now streaming on Netflix Interceptor has been this movie's been number one for like a couple weeks now and I've heard some mixed stuff about it like oh my god why is this movie number one even the director's like I'm surprised it's doing this good so I had to watch it now this movie is going to star Elsa Pataki. Now, if you're wondering who the fuck is Elsa Pataki, you know her. Well, you know her if you watch Fast and the Furious at all. Fast and the Furious 6, 7, and 8 have her in it. If you recall, they introduced The Rock chasing after Dom and the crew, but The Rock had help. From a female agent in the area, because they were in like Colombia or Brazil, she was the the female agent that was helping her, helping him. That's her, who Dom ended up in a relationship with, and of course had a son. That's her. She's the star of this vehicle, which I'll say good for her. That Netflix threw that in. Do that, uh, roll the dice there. Here's the thing if Interceptor is about uh, the United States' ability to intercept nuclear missiles sent from Russia. Okay, first off, they are the last interceptor that is able to shoot down missiles because terrorists took over two bases and they're trying to nuke USA because reasons it's up to her and the crew to stop these terrorists and keep the United States safe does she do that in this movie absolutely does she do a great what a great job at it technically yeah this movie, I could tell, was supposed to be like Die Hard esque. Because Die Hard has great fucking action dialogue, especially like between, you know, our protagonist and our antagonist. And here we have that. First off, the villain was great. I loved his dialogue in the way he delivered everything except for the fucking end. The end. His shit at the end, I fucking hate it. But everything else, I fucking loved his dialogue. And this movie kind of switches between like A-list to B-level movie. Kind of off and on. <laughs> Which I don't think that was their intent <laughs> at all. But it does. Um, I wish some of the fight scenes were better. Well, once again, I think that the dialogue was better than I expected. Um, some of her lines <laughs> seem like, why did y'all write better stuff for that person and gave her that line? Like, that doesn't make sense. And sometimes her lines are like, uh, but all in all, the dialogue straight. 
Like, it really is. Once again, still love the villain. I love the way how he delivers everything about this dude. I love. I like how some people will say, oh, they're pushing the the, the, the agenda and they're pushing the, 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 the agenda also when in actuality they're not. It makes sense for her character. While also speaking about, you know, like I said before, movies will always teach. Good movies teach. Good movies will use history. Good movies will use whatever. And this does. It uses real life stuff. Because these things happen. That's the point. Uh, So I love that they're there. I love who our terrorists are. Once again, real life shit. But movies have always reflected that type of terrorism. We just ignored it for the longest. Until it came to our front door. And honestly, we had the internet and everything. Because that shit always existed. I mean, we was talking about that shit going all the way back to The Rock with Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. What type of ter- what, what did they do? What type of terrorists were those? Right. We've used that a lot. Nobody's really paying attention to now. But movies have been talking for a while, as always. But they're to blame for what <laughs> right. Anyways, sorry. I just hate when people try to blame movies and video games on shit. Like, movies are constantly talking about stuff like this. So how do you blame that on that? Huh, okay. Anyways. Fight scenes could be better. Uh... Some of them, some of them were cool, but some is like, especially the, okay, <laughs> one of the things that irked the shit out of me, the ladies have their own fight scene, and Shorty did like some Terminator-esque type bullshit, and it pissed me off, like, yo, what? How is she, like, and they didn't even bother to explain the shit <laughs> at all. I'm like, okay, okay, Terminator. All right, all right. Yeah, it's definitely, they were trying to go for the feel that Die Hard is just like, this dude is having like the worst day of his life right now, but he's doing the right thing, but having the worst day of his life (laughs) as he fights to save all these people. And it's essentially that. Because they even literally say that shit. But she's saying it to the other guys. A part of the dialogue is how she's fucking up his day. Yeah, I'm just enjoying fucking up his day some more. The, the terrorists. Which is, which makes me think, like, immediately, like, yeah, that's, that's all Die Hard was. Dude was, like, fucking up his plan in his day. And it was all like, you know, you did plan for me and da 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 da. I'm like, okay. Without, Die Hard didn't say that shit, but that was kind of like your thought was. Yes, yes, this feels very, we're we're trying to channel diehard energy here. And it's not that that can't be done. Ironically enough, she did most of the movie with a a white uh, tank top, which we call in my culture a wife beater. Not to, not because of domestic violence or anything. I literally have no idea why they call it that. Uh, 
or you see it in the stores as an A shirt. I actually don't know why they call it an A shirt because it's not shaped like an A or anything like that. That's not so stupid. But anyways, she wears that for most of the movie, which made me draw parallels also visually to John McClane, who had the white shirt for the longest in Die Hard, if you recall. Like, he was literally running around with, like, a white shirt, pants, and no shoes. Then, of course, he had to lose the shirt. <laughs> Once again, it's like, yo, it's parallels that I see with this. But I think this was a great effort. Like, this was amazingly great effort. Um, I would not mind seeing more of her. Yeah, I really wouldn't. I just I think if 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 the some of the value increases for the budget of the the movie, man, I I think yeah, I would definitely watch another vehicle with her as a star on it. Um, sometimes it f I I don't feel like her acting in this was the best, but I was trying to think back to the Fast and Furious movies. I'm like, how was her acting then? So, I really don't know. I don't have time to go back and watch those movies because I'm going to try to Jurassic Park and Top Gun shit. So, I really can't. And since I'm an unpaid critic, it's hard to do such. And, you know, gas and kids. So, I do what I can. I do what I can. But I do it for the people and the love of the movies. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But this Interceptor is definitely something that, man, you can put together and watch this. It's not a problem. Uh, it's worth watching. I can see why <laughs> it's number one in the sense of it's not expected to be. And there's a face people probably kind of recognize, like we've seen her before. So, I kind of like it. Plus, I always, uh, there's so many male-dominated action movies that we don't get enough female action movies. And this one is actually, you know, watching it, I didn't think, you know, male-female, but I'm just, in general, like, after watching it, we don't have enough. But I watched it, just enjoyed it for what it was. And everything made, oh. Uh, a key thing in movies when it's like the bad guys trying to da 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 is to make all that shit make sense. And their shit made sense. Like, it wasn't something crazy. We got a, I don't know, it's some neurotoxin that was secretly developed somewhere and somehow we found it and we're the only ones with it. There's no antidote. And we broke it to a secure facility and then carried it halfway across the world and we're going to release it. Through. No. that That's a convoluted ass plan. That's too fucking much. Those type of terrorist plans are fucking stupid. You know where the movie's going if they have that convoluted ass plan. This is a straightforward plan. Everything about it makes sense. It just, it, it works. I especially love the one guy who's the most honest person 
I've ever seen in a movie like this in a non-comedic way, which is oddly enough. Most movies is always like really a hard kind of comedic push in certain ways. Either it's the star throws, you know, a lot of comedic one-liners or there's somebody in the villain side that sarcastic makes a lot of jokes or something like that. Here, there's not. There's fucking not. The one guy you thought would be funny or would be doing that is not. He's really just there to be real as fuck. Like what I tell you, and I'm going to spoil this for you. It's just her and another person at one point. And, you know, they're both military. And she's like, you know, get that gun over there. He's like, uh, the fuck I am? I'm not dependable. I'm not somebody that can help you. I'm here to just do this job. This is what I'm paid to do. Da, 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 da. Like, that was a real shit. <laughs> He's like, I'm not with this shit. I will die. I will freeze. We'll all die if you depend on me. <laughs> That's one of the realest lines I've heard in a while from a character in a movie. Because they always expect this, like, it's life or death. Everybody's going to pull their weight. Like, no, some people are scared shitless. And they're just like, I'm, I'm not going to be able to help you. I'm a punk. I'm a pussy. Like, no. I, I'm scared for my life. They're like, I call 911 every time somebody walks by my house and asks people. Hey. Possible. <laughs> Completely possible. Oh. I feel bad that I didn't bring up the fact that we have a entertaining cameo by her husband, if you did not know, Miss Pataki, if I'm saying her name correctly, which I may not be. Is Chris Hemsworth's wife and mother of their children. He has a cameo. He has a cameo in this movie. And it's just like, which they made it work and make sense. And it's just a little, it's just fun that he's there. It really is. I don't know if anybody heard that. I'm not taking that up. I'm, I'm a grown ass adult. It's just fun that he's there. Like, it doesn't take away from anything. It's just, yeah, he's there. Then, of course, you look at him twice, though, like the first time you see him. And then you're like, oh, okay. Why is he here? Because I really didn't know they were married. And they had, a, and had kids. I'm like, okay, I didn't know that, sir. All right. Oh, for the record, she was also in Thor Ragnarok. I mean, the Dark World. She was in Thor Dark World. Also, not just Fast and Furious. Where? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, Interceptor. It's worth watching. On Netflix. It's like... It's a pretty decent action movie. It's a lot better than I expected. It's been number one for like two weeks. And, uh... Probably because people are like, Well, I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. It is. It's not fucking... It's not die hard. But you can tell that that energy's there, what they were trying to go for. Even though I can't, I 
they did not successfully pull it off on that level. But they they did a decent job. I would watch another movie with her as a star of it to, to see, you know, what she does. I'm glad they gave her the opportunity from those uh, Fast and the Furious movies to do her own vehicle. So, hopefully she gets better, gets more comfortable with it. Uh, yeah, I think it did. Yeah. Hope to see more stuff with her. Interceptor on Netflix. Villain is great. Once again, the best thing about this movie is my guy that plays the villain. Uh, his lines and dialogue, the way he delivers it, is fucking great, except for the end. The dialogue at the end of his, fucking trash. I, I hate that. <laughs> and <laughs> there's just one thing I can't find believable. I can't. She has to do a thing. And she has like three, four minutes to do something. And she does it in time. She does it in time. She should not have done it in time. She, I, I really wish I could. <laughs> Bro, like it's fucking impossible what the fuck she did. It's impossible. <laughs> Now, I just said how I hate when the terrorists have some convoluted plot and they did too much to fucking do what they're doing. <sighs> when I tell you, fucking impossible was what she did. She did fucking impossible. There's no way in hell. Shoot, that, this movie should have ended with everybody in America alive. Just no way. Like, the fuck. It looked great visually as if the, the overcoming and the yeah, you know those moments where you gotta push through and do the impossible but that was fucking impossible what she did fucking impossible like no no that was some oh that was some fucking that was some Chris Hemsworth I'm Thor type shit like fuck that fuck. just she should have made it you know the moment when it comes that I guarantee. Because you'll be like, what? There's no way in hell she's about to make that. Something else is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no. But Interceptor, Netflix. So number one. You should check it out. 60 second review. Don't forget to like and share. The same way Chris Hemsworth and his wife shared a movie together. You should share this podcast with others. Because I love movies and working for other people doing stuff I don't love fucking sucks. So like and share and share and like. Because I would like to watch movies and enjoy time with my family for the rest of my life. Later.